No, it's good. Uh, I'm just glad I have the opportunity to just uh, share a devotion with you guys. Well, it's nothing going to be, it's not too profound. Um, just a little testimony. I just hope you guys will be blessed from it. Um, but I'll just start off here. Truthfully, we are living in, in turbulent times. Uh, we live in a time where nothing is sure. And the things that we thought were normal or regular, such as going to school or, or going to work, it's, it's being continually challenged. And eventually there may be a time uh, where going to school to be educated, it'll be uncommon, uh, versus live streaming your classes. That's what they do in universities today. There might be a time when uh, working from home becomes normal and working at work is, is strange. And God forbid there be a time where church is exclusively online, that there, there will be no building, there is no centre of worship. But amidst all this chaos or, or finding the next best solution, it becomes really easy to forget the simpler things. And one of the simpler things of Christianity is to just be thankful. So to be thankful is good. It's a reminder that there are things that we cannot do by ourselves, when we say thank you to another person, it's a public acknowledgement that they did something for you and you're appreciative of it. When we say thanks to God, it relates to humility because it reminds you that every good thing that we have or own has been allowed by God. So, for example, so when we eat, we're not always thinking about how thankful we are while we eat. But at least when we pray before we eat, it's time set aside to express thankfulness to a good God that has allowed you to have that meal. And likewise, there ought to be times for the Christian to purposefully uh, pause, look back in prayer, and in thought, and just give thanks to God for what he has done. So tonight isn't going to be heavy, just a testimony of things that I'm thankful to my local church for. And I just pray that it'll be a blessing for you. So let's open to the book of Psalms 92. We'll read a couple of verses there, then we'll pray. And we'll see where the Spirit leads us. So Psalms, uh, Psalms 92, we'll read the first two verses only. And the Bible says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Gracious Father, um, we love you, Lord. We thank you that you are a good God. Lord, um, during this time, it's, it's not about me, Lord. It's about you. Uh, just, just help me to, to remember that, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for everyone that could be here tonight, Lord God. Thank you that despite uh, the season that we're in, Lord Father, that they, they, they haven't um, taken away our church, Lord. They haven't taken away our ability to meet, Lord God. Lord, I just pray, as we pray tonight, Lord, you hear us, Lord. Guide us unto all truth, Lord, by your Spirit. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, number one, I'm thankful to Good Shepherd, my local church, and thankful for my discipleship. So, please turn to First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2, and it says this, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So for those that, that don't know me enough, 
Uh, I got saved on July the 3rd in 2017 after searching for truth at my own pace, you know, for, for about a year, and of course, after much prayer from the people around me. I was 19 years old. Uh, my brothers, my brothers were, were praying for me. They, they shared with me the gospel, and it wasn't until about a year later that I realised that the whole church of Wellington was praying for my salvation. And I look back and I'm thankful for that. But I do remember complaining about 12 months in, in after being saved, about how I wish I got saved when I first heard the gospel from my brother. So instead of warring with him or arguing with him and, and, and my own thoughts, that I would have submitted myself to God earlier. But then I realised and I looked back, I'm thankful for that season of searching. It developed a, a study culture of proving, to prove what I'm actually experiencing. Um, I would ask questions like, why do independent Baptists do this? Or where in the Bible does it validate that? And created a hunger for truth and for growth that I may mature in the knowledge of Christ. It was an August Wednesday night. I walked into these churches for the first time. And I told my brother that I would be coming to church. So looking back now, he, he told Joe and Tino. Uh, and they invited me over to their house. And so Tino, he vetted me uh, over at least 10 games of Monopoly deal, as you do. But in between that, I remember questioning everything he said from the process of salvation to, to godhood to, to false religions, things that you just, can't, you just can't tell a new Christian the answer straight away. And when he did respond to me, and I'm thank, thankful for Tino the way he is, I was eating that stuff up like crazy kind of like a vessel that just that gets filled and he's always glad when he gets new things to learn. And then praise God, I was getting discipled by him starting the following week. But let me tell you that discipleship is more than just reading a book and answering some questions. It's about mentorship. It's about growing in doctrine to be able to prove what you believe in. And it's about feeding the inner man that one day you could also teach this to someone else. The quest of discipleship has produced a biblically sound foundation of our beliefs and practices. And so now I know that when tempest tossed, the unchanging thing is the word of God. I know that when I'm in doubt of doing ministry for God, I know that my labor is not in vain. When the devil assails me or there's unrelenting discouragement from the world, I know that I'm forever sealed with the Holy Spirit that authenticates that I belong to God. One of the key things I've taken away from discipleship that I'm also thankful for is our church's dogmatism toward doctrine. Matthew 13, please. Matthew 13. Look at that, we're already halfway there. Matthew 13, verse 20 to 21. The Bible says this. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, endureth for a while, for when tribulation or persecution ariseth, because of the word, by and by he is offended. But today I can say I am glad that because of the word, by and by I have something to claim as truth because the word is God's. I'm thankful that when persecution ariseth, the one that will hold me up can't be found in this world, 
in a temporal sense, but it's found in God. I'm thankful that the discipleship ministry at Good Shepherd Baptist Church has helped me develop a solid foundation for the things of God. So number one, I'm thankful for my discipleship. Number two, I'm thankful for service opportunities here at my local church. Second Kings 7.3. It's a bit of a backstory to this verse. Um, when I arrived in New Zealand, my brothers were avid door knockers. And they'd go every Saturday. And I remember... Uh, coming for the first time after getting saved. And the first Saturday they went, I just stayed at home because, you know, when I think of knocking on doors, it's, it's overwhelming. And then Andrew showed me this verse, and I'll read it out, 2 Kings 7.3 <coughs> to, to 4, and it says, And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we'll enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, we shall die there, and if we still sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us fall unto the host of the Syrians, for if they save us alive, we shall live, and if they kill us, we shall but die. And so Andrew, he read that out to me, and it was one of his first memory verses as well. But I remember every time, um, you know, let's say maybe two Saturdays in, he'd come home, and I'm just at home, you know, doing my business, you know, I'm just visiting, He's like, Alvin, what are you waiting for? Just, you know, come join us. What are you waiting for? Why sit we here until we die? And I'm not going to break down the text, but for the sake of summary, it says uh, there were a handful of lepers that were just waiting for their own end until one of them said, hey, if we get up and do something, what do we have to lose? And if you just read the rest of the text, uh, you know, of course, they experienced victory. But here's the application. Just give it a go. I appreciate the Australian culture of, you know, just give it a go, just give it a crack. And sometimes that's something we have to re-emphasise to our youth or, or even to our young adults. Because without risk takers, really, we'll be raising a generation of wimps. And the attitude we really need to have should be, Lord, I have nothing to offer, but I have two hands and two feet, just use me. I'm thankful for the ministry of, of outreach. Um, you know, I, I was, people think of outreach as something, something, something scary and daunting, but when I first went, I was just a boy that memorized 10 verses about sin, the fall, uh, about God and the way, and that was it. I'm thankful for youth, um, the ministry of youth that, you know, I can use uh, my own wisdom or, or the Lord's wisdom that, you know, God can use me to be a blessing unto them, to encourage them uh, by example. Thankful for the choir. I never thought I had a voice. I, st I still don't think I have a voice. But I'm thankful that I can use my voice in that way that I can speak good things of God and that people will be blessed by it. And the thing is, you can't find this in the world. And you can only find this sense of duty in your local church. And I think that's just something that we ought to be uh, forever thankful for. We, you can't replace that. So we just close in prayer. Lord, again, we just thank you for this time, Lord. Short time in your word, Lord Father. But Lord, I just pray that uh, people here will be blessed, Lord God. Lord, I just pray that as we pray, again, Lord Father, hearken unto us, Lord God. Um, 
we're just we're just servants, Lord God. But uh, I just pray that you do. You're, you're a good God that does things well, Lord God. And we just trust you in that, Lord. Lord, we love you, in Jesus' name. Amen.